Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous and wonderful Tuesday morning. Trust everybody slept well last night and are doing well. And uh, for sorry for the uh, lack of devotions yesterday, but uh, Washington County Schools were out. And as you may or may not know, uh, Brandy, my wife, uh, works for Washington County Schools. And so she's trying to sleep in and I didn't want to wake her up. I had several messages saying, are you sick? Are you okay? And I appreciate the concern, but uh, I just went ahead and just took yesterday uh, off from devotions uh, so she could uh, rest a little bit. And uh, but glad to be back this morning and ready to hit it hard. Let's see who all we got uh, watching this morning, at least what I can see anyway. We got Lois Adams, Amy Oaks Turner, Jennifer Honeycutt, Tracy Little, uh, Joyce Garland, uh, and that's all I can see right now. Look, there's a lot more than that watching, but that's all the names I can see. Uh, but uh, and remember too, as I, I always say, I don't sound like a broken record. But if you um, post something, you know, if you make a comment and I don't make reference to it, a lot of times if I'm right in the middle of teaching or preaching, I may not unless something just happens to catch my eye. Uh, or I, or a lot of times I don't show up until after it's over with. I'll see a comment. Like, oh gosh, I'm, I hate I missed it. So good morning, Talina. And uh, so uh, so understand that that uh, we're not. Uh, I'm not trying to ignore anybody. So I don't want not want to hurt anybody's feelings. Well, let's go ahead and let us stand and do our pledge of allegiance this morning. Let me get this over here. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. And to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. We live in a wonderful, beautiful country. I tell you, it's uh, unlike any place in the world. That's why people are killing themselves to get in here. And uh, I just don't, uh, for the life of me, I don't understand why anybody in their right mind, and they're not in their right mind, I'll be honest with you, I think being a liberal is a mental illness, it has to be, uh, why anybody uh, would want a socialist agenda, what, a socialist country, why would you want that, I don't get it, everywhere that capitalism has ever been, it has, the nations have flourished uh, and done well, uh, you can look at Venezuela, uh, it was back in the uh, early 90s or late 80s, they were flourishing, doing well. As soon as socialism went into place, they went right downhill. I was watching this morning on the news. They um, had uh, dismissed a uh, lieutenant commander from the Space Force because he's on a podcast. He's talking about how Marxism uh, is creeping into the military, and particularly in regards to their uh, critical race theory, uh, which is a fallacy. And uh, and so as a result, uh, he has uh, continued to keep his rank. However, he has been dismissed from his uh, position with the Space Force. And uh, it's sad to see that this Marxist agenda is, has now infiltrated our military. And that's what this uh, the socialists want. They want to destroy our military. They want to destroy churches pastors anything related to christianity uh they want total if you haven't if you don't know this yet uh so those who are uh, liberals are nothing but about power and control you know these elected officials forget they work for the people that's how it works they have the mindset that we work for them and that's that's the real problem and all these uh, you know I, I ain't gonna lie i enjoy the the, the stim the stimulus money you know i ain't gonna lie but it has helped us out however however what they're doing is paying you off. I mean, in essence, I mean, if you want to get to the nitty gritty, they're they're paying you off is what they're doing, and they cannot keep 
printing and giving money without something to back it, as you've heard me say many times before. It is a, a direct attempt to destroy this country and what it stands for. And uh, you can look no further than uh, Germany and see how they'd have to have wheelbarrows of money to pay for a loaf of bread. It were coming to a, this. This cannot continue. This spending cannot continue. Uh, something's going to have to give one way or the other. And so, my friends, we better pray for this country if you aren't already, and pray for it hard. And uh, it's, uh, uh, you know, if the Lord tarries, I think we're going to see some rough times ahead. I really do. And I hate it for my kids and future generations of what uh, what they may have to see as a result of what's going on now. Um, let's go ahead and look at our morning verse this morning. Um, let me get over here. Uh, Proverbs 4.23, above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. You know, it is, um, you know, a lot of people, uh, I've, I've made mention this before, back when I was, uh, particularly when I was single before I met Brandy, and uh, a lot of well-intentioned people, because the reason why I say well-intentioned people, um, I, uh, when I look at my watch, I get notifications, half the time something about a stupid ring that I need where I need to get up and move around i was talking to somebody the other day and they said oh i'm sorry i said no no i ain't look at the time i'm getting an alert on my phone my stupid phone but anyway um well-intentioned individuals and, and, and you may be some of these people and, and i don't mean to make you feel bad i'm just trying to bring out a point here uh, a lot of times when you're uh, dating someone and maybe you're not real sure about it uh, or even to pursue someone uh they say well you know what does your heart tell you uh, you know, you can't, you know, you follow your heart, you know, those kind of things, you know, and, and I get the sincerity behind it and what they're meaning behind it. But remember what God's word says, man's heart is desperately wicked. Who could know it? So if we're following our heart and our heart's desire, or you can't help who you love. No, you can. And if you're not, if you're doing something outside the will of God, then that's where there's a problem. See what I'm saying now? So we can't follow our hearts. We need to follow what God wants. Our hearts may tell us to do one thing, but it may be in complete contradiction to what God is trying to tell us. And that's what we have to be very aware of and realize, hey, I need to pray about this. And is this something the Lord wants me to do? Because see, your heart may say, well, I'm going to date this non-Christian because they're a wonderful person, they're sweet, oh, they're so handsome, or they're so pretty. I can change them. I can get them into church. Nine... 99% of the time, they're going to pull you out of church before you ever get them into church. You know, you've heard the old illustration, if I'm standing on a table, you're sitting on the floor, it's a lot easier for you to jerk me down off that table than it is for me to pull you up to where I'm at, and that's the way it goes. You know, Guys, I, not only uh, does God's Word tell us about these situations, not to be uh, yoked together with unbelievers, that means friends or relationship-wise, uh, but I've seen it as a pastor, I see these people come to church they tell me they're not a Christian. I say, hey, you you, know, you don't need to be mucking around. In fact, there's one young lady who used to attend the church, very sweet girl, and uh, she said, this guy's not a Christian. And I told her, listen, you need to, you know, she's trying to get him to come to church. I said, you need to get away from that. I said, because I'm telling you, he's going to pull you out. Well, okay, okay. Never saw her again. You know, I, and I see that time and time again. People come to the church, they get in a relationship, and they're gone. And uh, guys, you got to be careful about that. And, and likewise, we need to be careful about uh, being tempted to do those things we, we shouldn't do. Because, again, if we're following our hearts, we can be tempted to do something we shouldn't. So that brings us to a point here in uh, James. I don't have a slide for this, but if you have your Bibles handy. In James chapter 1, verses 13 through 15 says, Let no one say when he is tempted, I am being tempted by God. For God cannot be tempted with evil 
and he himself tempts no one. But each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desire. Then desire, when it has conceived, gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is fully grown, brings forth death. And again, I'm reading from English Standard Version. In case you're reading from King Jimmy, you'll know why what I'm reading is a little different. Now, you know, here's the thing. There's an illustration about a man who uh, was on a diet, which I can relate to. I am failing miserably on my diet, <laughs> trying so hard, and uh, just I'm really struggling, guys. You want to keep me in prayers. I, I'm really, really struggling. Uh, but um, anyway, he saw he. He said uh, he saw a donut shop on his way to work, and he said, Lord, if it's, if it's your will for me to have that donut, let there be a parking place. And sure enough, there was a parking spot. Now, uh, one thing that he did, though, he drove around that block seven times <laughs> before that parking spot opened up. But, uh, you know, that's just it. You know, uh, remember, we've, we wrestle not with flesh and blood. Right? It is a, a spiritual battle. It is a battle of the mind. And we have to be very careful uh, what we uh, reflect on, what our minds are focusing on. You know, you may uh, may not think something's a big deal, but your your mind starts dwelling on that. It may be uh, an extramarital affair. I mean, I, like I've told you before, I've counseled many people that started out innocently enough on social media. They're talking, you know, no big deal, but then it starts to grow, and uh, messages are being sent. And it's so easy to have private messages, uh, which is something I haven't ever done. And, uh, and as I said before, my wife has access to all my information. That keeps me accountable. And uh, that way she don't have to worry about something going on that, uh, uh, that uh, shouldn't be. But anyway, uh, it's easy to, uh, to have those private conversations that give birth to an emotional affair, that give birth to physical affair, and destroys lives, relationships, and families. Uh, you have to be very careful what your heart and your mind is dwelling on, what it's looking at. Uh, there's a lot of men and women who are addicted to pornography. And so you have to concentrate and focus. You know, there's a, a talking about illustrations. In fact, there was a, a story about a, a man who's 72, 72 years old. And he was in a um, in the midst of a major city, and uh, he had to really pray that the Lord would help him to not look at all the stores with pornography or or it was in the red light district and things that uh, the women and things were out there doing. And the pastor, I don't know if it was a pastor or someone asked him, said, "72 years old." Said, "What? Why would you need to to pray about something like that?" He said, "The difference between the old men and the younger men is the young, older men realize that we are sinners." And we have to be aware of these things, and you young men have yet to figure that out. See, that's one thing. We have to be aware of our weaknesses. We have to be aware of our uh, temptations, and we have to guard our hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. We cannot give birth to those uh, sinful desires. See, we live in a society where if, if, you, if that is your desire, then who's to say you shouldn't do it? Who's to say all uh, morality has been cast aside? It's whatever you think you should do. It's whatever your heart tells you. Whatever you desire, you shouldn't be held back from doing it no we need to have a certain amount of self-control and we have to re uh, refrain from those things that can be harmful to us spiritually mentally emotionally and physically and that's a problem when you take god out of the equation then why then there's no morality what how do you define between what is right and what is wrong and that's why you see all this uh, sexual sin rampant uh, in our world, our nation in particular right now, because they've tried to pull God out of the equation. Therefore, there are no boundaries. There's no 
conviction or guilt, which they have more conviction and guilt than that people want to realize. That's why, particularly with homosexuality, there's so such a high suicidal rate and depression because they cannot handle the guilt of, of what they're doing because deep inside they know it is wrong. And that's why you see that spot. They try to say it's because of bullying, but it is more far beyond that. It is a spiritual, mental, and emotional issue uh, that needs to be addressed, and that can only be taken care of through Jesus Christ. But nonetheless, we have to uh, be aware of those things. You know, just like uh, uh, the parable of the sower, uh, you know, we have to have good fertile ground for that seed to take root and to grow uh, because we need to be constantly growing towards spiritual maturity. But the thing of it is, there's so many of that where the seed has fell on the ground that either the weeds and the thorns have choked out or the the birds have plucked up and gathered out. See, it depends on who you hang around with and what you feed into your mind can have a direct effect uh, on uh, uh, on how you your relationship is with Jesus Christ, and we're, we're not no, nobody's perfect. We're on sin, all sin filled, but it's easy to ha- use that as an excuse to justify sin. Well, Lord, you know I'm a sinner. Lord, you know I I, uh, I you know, I'm not perfect. Well, that's true, but at the same time, we need to avoid those snares and pitfalls uh, that surround us. And, and not give in to temptation. We need to fight against it. We need to abhor. We need to hate what is evil, what is wrong. And so that's why we have to make that special effort to avoid those things that we know that's going to uh, affect our relationship with Jesus Christ. It is uh, uh, a hard road. You know, it, it, the trials that we face. So when you look at the, the Greek of temptation, it's, it's almost the very same thing as trials, uh, although they are uh, obviously different. However, God may put us through trials to test our faith, but God does not tempt us. As we were reading here in James, it specifically says that God does not tempt us. See, a lot of people want to shift blame. You know, that's, you know it goes back to Adam and Eve. Look at what happened there when they when Adam t- ate of the of the fruit uh, that uh, that of good and evil, and his eyes were open, and God confronted him. What did he do? Well, it's that wife you gave me. You know, <laughs> just like I was telling me the other day, I was going, oh, we was at men's prayer breakfast, and uh, uh, the I will say I always want to while I want to say go to crowd Cracker Barrel. Apparently, don't open. You know, used to it opened uh, before six. Now they don't open at seven. And I said, darn it, I said, if my wife is here, I could blame her. She says, I blame her for everything, you know. And so it's easy to shift blame. And in, in essence, Adam was really blaming God. Well, it's that wife you gave me, but then what does Eve do? She shifts blame. Well, it's the serpent that tricked me. See, we always want to shift our, our blame, our focus onto to someone else or to the circumstance and not take responsibility for our own actions. And that's what we have to do. We have to own it up. We have to take responsibility for what we're doing and that is wrong. And uh, we, want, we have to fight against those things that are tempt us. It is hard to do. Because if it wasn't something that was of a desire, it wouldn't be a temptation. And so it's hard when you're in the midst of that battle to resist those things you know are wrong. And that's why the only way you can battle that and confront that head on is through prayer, Bible reading, Bible uh, memorization. Uh, you know, make sure that you're hanging around people who are encouraging, helping you stay accountable, helping you that are uh, that are church involved, Christ centered. You're, you're with those individuals, you're going to do well. But you're with people who are in the world. Their response to uh, temptation, well, well, what does your heart tell you? What do we just talk about? What is their response to problems? Well, have a drink. That'll make you feel better. I'll help you relax. Smoke you something. That'll help you. you see the world's version versus 
God's version of prayer and support and uh, building each other up versus the world's version is going to pull you into death and pull you into the depths of hell. That's that's the world's version. So we have to be very aware of that. And that's why we have to constantly, we cannot be stagnant uh, in our spiritual growth. We cannot be apathetic. We cannot be complacent. We have to be continually growing and learning and understanding things of God and growing towards spiritual maturity and trying to search for that mind of Christ and put away the things of the world. It's hard to do, but we have to be. That's why we are set apart. That's why we, people look at us like we are weird because we are set apart. We are different from those in the world because we're following Christ. The world is following the things of the devil. So we have to be very, very careful what we view, what we read, what we watch, what we see, who we hang around with to avoid those temptations. If you have a weakness in a certain area, then you may need to avoid that area for a while. If you have a problem with viewing things on the computer that you shouldn't, iPhone, iPad, set up parental blocks, set up an account, have an accountability partner that can say, hey, you know, you could talk to, hey, I'm tempted, I shouldn't be doing this. You have a problem with alcohol or drugs, get into a, a good uh, support group or uh, Christian counseling that can help you overcome those addictions. Whatever there is, you know, that's what God's word say, that when there's temptation, he'll provide a way of escape. God gives those ways of escape. We don't always look for those because it's so easy to uh, be lured in to something. You know, we, we want to give our all to God, but maybe not everything because we still like a little bit of something maybe we shouldn't be involved in. We have to take away that uh, and fight against that lure to something we shouldn't do and go full-heartedly to God. That's why I pray every day, God, God, please guard my heart and mind through Christ Jesus. Create in me a new mind. Create in me a new spirit within me, Lord Jesus. And that's what I pray. Renew me. Create me in that new spirit. Help me, Lord Jesus, to to only have desires for my wife. Help me to, to to not have desires for anybody else but her. You know, because I have to fight to get those things. Hey, I, uh, blood runs through my veins just like any other human being. And I don't want to be tempted to look at anybody or have a desire for anybody but my wife because I made that commitment to her. And whether no matter where you're at in your life, if there's something that you know you you are weak in, you need to pray about that, that God, that God will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus and that you can fight against those things you know that will tempt you and lead you down a path of destruction it's a slippery slope when you start giving into things next thing you know buddy you, you screwed up big we're not perfect but that doesn't give you an excuse to keep on sinning we cannot uh, make uh, the grace that god gives us we can't cheapen it we can't uh, um, mock it we, we have to give our all to god today so let us uh with that said let's go ahead and let's close in a word of prayer if our lord we thank you love you and praise you Lord, thank you for another day to spread the gospel message. Lord, help us each and every day to serve you well. Help us to guard our hearts and minds. Lord, help us to avoid those temptations, pitfalls, and snares that the devil lays before us. Help us to serve you with all of our hearts, soul, mind, body, and being. Lord, let us keep our eyes clearly focused on you. Help us to be strong and help us to serve you well. And Lord, if there's anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God. Forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, I pray for uh, Talena. I know she's having a lot of problems with her feet, Lord. that you bring healing upon her. Uh, Lord, I pray that you be with Rhonda Tymon with the loss of her husband, Jackie, and uh, give her peace and healing during this very difficult time. Uh, Lord, I do pray that you'll be with Kim Penix, Wendy Lee, and Ginger Hood, and Troy, and Linda David Feathers. Lord, I do pray for uh, Roger Winters, and uh, Jane Kitchings, and uh, Larry and Dinah Knight. And Lord, I do pray that uh, you'll be with all those who are seeking prayer and needing help on social media. I do pray for James Vanover, who's 
fighting uh, these uh, health issues that he's dealing with. And Lord, I pray you be with each and every one of us, Lord, that you will uh, lead us, guide us, watch over, protect us this day, and let us serve you well. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, I hope you all have a great and wonderful day. I, um, I'm working on a new intro for my morning devotions. I'm trying to get some stuff together. I'm kind of excited. Uh, uh, I've got some ideas how I'm wanting to do it. and uh, I was going, uh, I'm trying not to rush it, but at the same time, I'm excited. Uh, I want to use the same music, but I'm hoping that you all like how I want to do the new intro as soon as I get it uh, recorded. We'll get that out there. But don't forget, because social media is being a pain in the derriere, don't forget, if you can't watch the devotions on Facebook, um, you can always go to uh, watch live on uh, flbconline.com. And uh, if you um, if you don't get to catch it live and you still can't see it on social media, you can go to my YouTube channel and watch there. And also, if you haven't already, subscribe to the Doc Young Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes, free of charge, audio only of all the devotions that you're going out and about your day. So uh, thank you, Christy. Appreciate uh, uh hope you have a great day, too. Appreciate you watching. So hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless.